Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And welcome to the Say What Show. It is February 11th, 2023. I'm Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard, Walt Silva, and Jan Shaw. So, uh, great great show again, Jan. Thank you so very much. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yep, yep. It, uh, I always walk away with new information. <laughs> and thank hey, you. Dolly. And for Dolly, how are you? Dolly's Thanks, Jan. I always enjoy your oh, shows. I'm so happy. <laughs> Makes it all worthwhile. <laughs> Dolly, well, talk to nice. a little. I'm talking. Oh, talk to a little. Okay. It's always nice to be able to share information. And I, I like the information you share, Jim. Not so much some other people's I've been listening to. You know, the the videos that we watch. Mm-hmm. But um, I got disillusioned by a couple that uh, really I, I'm sad that I'm disillusioned with those two that I am. Are you talking about uh, SG Anon and one? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I'm kind yeah, of yeah. open minded about SG Anon. Some things I don't it's like everything. Some things I agree with, some things I don't. You know, I'm not a guru yeah. follower at all. Because some some people get into this, oh this guy knows everything and I'm gonna listen or woman for that for that matter you know i'm just going to take everything they say and i'm not going to question everything anything and this has never been my approach i've always approached it with um nobody has the answers to everything i'll you know discern what feels right and in alignment and i'll let go of the rest and you know there are certain people i just don't listen to can I interrupt you here for a second so I can mm-hmm. introduce Walt? Yeah, of course. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, Walt. Hi, Walt. Jan's Hi, here, Walt. Guys, you better man. talk while you can. <laughs> no, no. She makes it she easier makes it because easier. I, don't know, I don't have to say anything. <laughs> I know, and she's always so interesting. <laughs> I'm glad to... Hi, Walt. Hi, Dolly. Uh, I'm glad for... Um, Listening to your voice, I was reminded that the other night I had a lucid dream with you, and you were in the dream, and it was, it was. I, I hope it was kind of prophetic because it was. I was walking alongside the roof of the house, my house, but my house that I left in Argentina, which is a flat roof, and I'm looking to the north, and this this huge cloud, like cumulus nimbus type cloud. And then the one thing caught my attention is that uh, in the foggy edges of the cloud, you could actually make out a ship that was inside the cloud, a huge ship. And I, I'm, I, as soon as I see it, I, I realized, oh, they're letting themselves be, uh, be seen. I guess finally they're starting to show themselves. And <laughs> I don't know, how is it that uh, I got you on the phone and and 
She says, oh, but I can't see it from where I am. I said, oh, hold on, let me take a picture of it and I'll send it to you to your phone. <laughs> so we are going back and forth with the phone to see if you got my picture. So that, that was the, the, the theme of the dream that finally they were let it, letting themselves be seen. So I, I thought, oh, the, finally something nice to dream about. <laughs> so what's that me you're saying was in your dream? No, it was Dolly. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. So, I was going to say, oh, I was me, I thought you meant Jan. <laughs> no, no, you. When I heard your voice, I was reminded of the dream. Oh. <laughs> I've seen one of those, Walt. Oh. It was when we lived in Venice on the other coast, and we uh -huh. were headed to Port Charlotte. So uh, we were on the road on 41. And uh, I looked up in the sky, and there, there's huge, humongous cloud that looked just like the shape of a mothership. That's how big it was. Uh -huh. And it was really, really low to the ground. And um, I said to Annette, look up there. Look at that uh, thing, big cloud that looks like the mothership. And she's, uh, this is when she was just more skeptical than now she, oh mom you think everything's a spaceship i said that look at it how can <laughs> you deny it and so it's nice to hear other people who see the same thing well i must say when um i was told about a woman who lives in pagosa springs which is you know southwest colorado it's about 45 minutes from where i was living and she would call in ufos over the lake she had a an apartment that overlooked the lake at pagosa springs and you know one day i was um in the rv park and looking over in the direction of pagosa springs which is east of where i was and i was just seeing all these different clouds that looked just like they were cloaked ufos you know that was really cool. And, yeah. A long time ago, somebody said that these cloud formations are masking the actual physical manifestation. And that if you took a camera or a, a yeah, camera and had it in the UV, that you could see them. A bit like orbs. I think you can you can do that with orbs as well. Because I know, I remember when I was in at the ranch in in Aust near Austin, and I took a photograph there, and I could see all these orbs in the photograph. It was really cool, but you couldn't see them, you know, with the naked eye, as it were. I don't know what maybe Walt would know. Why would they be seen in UV? Not ultraviolet i think yes ultraviolet mm. ultraviolet is is uv no i know that but i just was clarifying that for the audience oh uh Why? well that's uh that's all uh it's very old uh what do you call it if for those people that have heard of uh trevor james constable this man from he's uh, australian he wrote this fantastic book called the uh cosmic pulse of life and uh, he's got an entire chapter dedicated on on, on uh, Willem Reich. So he 
did a ton of photography on uh, sylphs, these life forms that exist in the atmosphere. And uh, he found ways that you can, you, uh, he would do like a, kind of like a ceremony, but more so it's more like a breathing exercise. And actually he would end up invoking these selves. So he would have them, the, the camera waiting and he would start taking photos by using the, he would use these, this uh, specific kind of lens that filters out uh, regular light and you only get to photo, you only are only photographing uh, ultraviolet. And uh, he was seeing that uh, the selves, a lot of self activity you see only uh, with ultralight and also ships. When he would photograph, he would get camera uh, ships in the in the photos. They would only register to uh, uh, UV light. They wouldn't register on the regular light. And I guess it, it must be part of their, what do you call it, the, the stealth system their cloaking system they only you you can't see them uh, regular human human sight can't see them because of the of the uh, light range that they're that they're um, projecting so it would only they would only show up in uv photography interesting so um so that was an interesting dream too. <laughs> yeah. Now, do, you, do you have those kind? Well, yeah, I know you do. You have detailed dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes your dreams are, you know, you they're so detailed. I I think, well, it's got to be, bit, what do they call it? Uh, lucid dream. Lucid, lucid dreaming. Yeah, lucid dreaming. But it was funny the uh, the back and forth of the dream uh, again, trying to get uh, Dolly. Send her the the photo. Send her to the phone. Are you? Did you get the the photo <laughs> back and forth with each other to see if she got the the photo through? Because oh no, she couldn't see it from where she was, and so it was. But what was weird is that how sharp it was the image of the ship in, in, hidden in the cloud, and the thought the first thought in my head was oh finally they're letting themselves be seen. So there must have been a big change. For it to be happening now, so I just and that was a, that was it. That was the uh, the big uh, message, I guess, in the dream that they're finally allowing themselves to be seen. They've only been around for several centuries, but only now they're <laughs> allowing themselves to be seen. Well, you know, people are, people are talking about a false flag uh, ET invasion. That that's the the last card they're going to be able to play the black side. And interestingly enough, I've talked about this before, there's a, a document called Report from Lookout Mountain, and it was based on a study group that John Kennedy put together before he died, just months before he died. And it was uh, people that were very, very accredited in different types of uh, moda or disciplines. And they had gone the question put forth was by kennedy was what would the world what would happen to the world if there was normal no more wars and they proceeded to analyze what a war does for the planet and basically it called the 
population. You know, they took millions of people and killed them so that, you know, they're controlling overpopulation. But the fear of another person or another country is what gives the governments their, let's say, right to rule. Because if you, I mean, the main thing a government does is, you know, supposedly, is uh, to keep a group of people secure, protect, protected. And that would go out the window. There'd be no governments. And one by one, they decided that, I mean, they, it, it's really kind of, it's not very long. It's very fascinating. And <clears throat> by one, they decided that Without war, there could be no civilization, basically. And so then they and they they did it by saying, okay, so let's say we don't spend the money in war. Let's spend the money in social, doing social, you know, good things, good for the planet. Well, sooner or later, you're going to run out of projects, you know, and then that that led into one thing after another. But in the end, the only thing that they could could honestly say would be the way that the planet could in a culture and society continue would be to have a ET attack and then the whole world would come together. Uh, I mean, you know, it was like, oh, okay, so if we stop having wars, we're going to be attacked by ETs. And that seems to be a prevalent kind of concept within the false flag narrative, you know? Well, you know, if we know that these fools will come together to fight an enemy. Let it not be us. Let it be these ETs. And uh, so who knows what they're going to do. But they talk in terms of this being formulated on the concept of the blue beam, that they can put a holographic image in the sky and you'll see Jesus or you'll see spacecraft or whatever they want you to put there. But um, Mark uh, Steele, my science guy when it comes to anything electromagnetic he laughs when they talk about blue beam he said they tried it we, you know and it, it can't be done but i i forget right now what his reasoning was but it's coming from mark i've not seen him ever in error so black the blue beam thing probably is just the story they're telling because he says it cannot be scientifically accomplished in the way that that yes he said in the contained area yeah you could do it but not in the sky. Impossible, he said. Yeah, because they did that amazing one with the whale in that gymnasium. Did you, did you see that? I've seen similar things. And it is yeah. amazing, but it was I always know. a contained building. Yeah, contained yeah, exactly. And he says that's, yeah, that's quite possible, but not not with the uh, all the variables in an atmospheric environment. It doesn't even make scientific sense, so... Another false story. Oh, well, they're always trying to put them out, aren't they, to get us worried or scared or whatever it might be. Well, not us necessarily, but the more, um, let's say, suggestible of those amongst us. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, Do Dolly, do you have some uh, list? Sometimes she comes in with a list. Do you have a list, Dolly? Hello, I didn't have time to make one this week. Hello? Yes, Hello? yes, we can Hello? hear you. Yes, can you hear me? Oh, okay, yes, yes. You can stop yelling what or how? I'm not having trouble hearing y'all. Well, you, I, you said you couldn't hear me. I, yes, well, I know. Yeah, I, 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 yes, I'm okay. sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, 
I'm going to pretend like you can hear me. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I did not have time this week to make a list. I've, since I've been feeling better, and I even got better than I was before when I said I'm better, because I've had no pain since that date I told you. I don't know where my phone is, so I can't look up the date. And my dizziness is getting less and less every day. So today, and that took me out to uh, our local flea market because Russell got a booth there to sell his stuff. He's getting pallets of stuff from a, a guy he knows, and then he sells the stuff online. And... Uh, he decided he was going to try out the flea market. And I told him about Russell, your stuff that you have is is way too expensive for a flea market. You, uh, you're putting on nice things. Flea markets are people are used to buying crap. <laughs> you don't have any of that. You have nice things like uh, new bathroom sinks. And he's got nice stuff. So he wanted to do it. And I said, well, the only way you can learn anything is if you try it. So he went ahead and he was opened up today for his stuff. And uh, he had this humongous, one of the things, it was this humongous cauldron that sat on short uh, legs. It cast iron cauldron. It was so heavy, I couldn't even pick up the lid. It was so heavy. So he was selling it for $85, and I thought, he'll never sell that here. He did. He sold it just before they closed down. So uh, he's going to go tomorrow because he already paid for uh, tomorrow, too. And we met the nicest lady who had, like, four booths all around him and we were talking with her when we were there. We were there about, Annette and I were about an hour. And I had a really good time. Um, so here I was out with people um, who can irritate the bejeebers out of me at times. And there was, there was that one bejeeber irritating woman. She was right across from Russell and she kept coming over and rearranging his stuff. All I did was give her the dirty looks because I thought, well, it's his, his stuff. So, uh, and she came over to me and she said, Do, did you teach your children to not talk about, about politics? I said, I told them if they do want to talk about politics with people, then they ought to go into it with the knowledge. It will probably end up in a big fight. <laughs> so they can choose whether they want to talk about it or not. And uh, she said something else and, about politics. And then I said, well, I don't like them. They're liars. They're assholes. They're murderers. And she said, oh, oh, okay, okay. I just wondered if you like to talk about po politics. I said, I have opinions, and I don't have any problem sharing them with Everybody. She, she looked at me. She, oh, okay. Well, okay. And she, she 
kept backing up and then she turned around. That was the only way I could get her away from me because <laughs> she wanted to stand and talk and talk and talk and, and rearrange Russell's stuff. And oh, I was secretly saying, please, angels, get her a customer. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And did it work? <laughs> but No. <laughs> no. But she did move away from me. Um, and then I started to get really tired. I couldn't breathe again. That's that's the issue that I have the most. I can't breathe. Um, my breath is very short. And then my heart goes into that arrhythmia stuff and makes it even harder. So if I can just get rid of that part, I will think that the half of my heart that was dead came back to life. <laughs> well, you I'm might all excited about it. You might want to think about doing breathing exercises because remember the last show we had, we got into talking about they're trying to keep us from breathing and it was half facetiously, you know, but breathing is just such an important part of actually balancing and detoxing your energy field. And, you know, the fact that you're having problems breathing doesn't mean you shouldn't try to even more deeply breathe. Do it rhythmically. Think about it. Put your energy behind it. I have a a little blurb, a three-minute blurb or something that somebody puts you through the exercise. I'll try to find it and you can try it out because, first off, it makes you high. You get clarity i mean your your mind just clears when you get enough oxygen in your body and i was it listening to, yeah i was listening to uh dr lee merritt and she was um promoting the concept of oxygen and you know that people just aren't realizing how important it is to breathe correctly and yes there's there's devices that can she was also talking about hydrogen but the the environment and your breathing, breathe, breath is what keeps us alive. You know, there's other things too, but if you stop breathing, well, you're going to be dead. <laughs> That's just a fact. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you can go online and you can, yeah, hope, hope saying breath work. Yes. It's, it's, and I'll tell you, when I was uh, very young, probably in my early, early 20s, maybe before that, I read a book. And it was from uh, Lopsang Rampa, who was a a monk, and he was talking about breathing. And he said that if you look at the lungs, it's like a pear. And the vast majority of the space is in the lower portion of the pear where it expands. And most people only breathe in that top part of the pear. And he said, and it's because... When you deep breathe correctly, you want your diaphragm to, to go way out so your stomach goes out. Well, nobody wants their stomach to be seen. So they tend to breathe more shallow. But if you just think in terms of letting your diaphragm drop and allowing that entire pair to fill with the air, that that's the key to, to breathing correctly. And it took me... It took some time to complete me, completely retrain myself to breathe that way. But I'll tell you, 
once you learn how to breathe that way, that's the way you breathe. Plus, and females it, have a, a, a special condition because the female body is designed to accommodate the a, a baby. By nature, the female tends to breathe with the upper part of the of the lungs because the lower part of the mm -hmm. lungs is not you can't you can't uh, inflate your belly because there's a baby there. So the in their nature, the female tends to breathe with the upper part of the lungs, and unfortunately, when you breathe shallow, the lower part of the lungs. If you look at the picture, the lower part of the lungs is almost like two bowls. All the venous blood gathers there, and that's toxic blood. When you breathe deep, you're moving all that blood away. All that toxic blood gets moved away, so it cleans up your body. Simple as that. Breathe mm -hmm. correctly. Do some research. Look into it. But you got to practice. Well, you got to make it part of your thinking process. And, of course, they Last use... Night oxygen therapy for healing as well so the more oxygen you take in the healthier you'll be exactly dolly last night russell and i were sitting on the bed together watching some oh oak island and uh all of a sudden i just i thought i'm t i need to take a deep breath because my Breathing got all funky again. And I did. I took a deep breath. I, I mean, like my stomach went up, my chest went up. And it felt good, but it didn't hurt. That's why I haven't been able to do deep breathing. It hurt so bad sometimes that I would start to see black. I would start to pass out just breathing. And so that's why I've been doing shallow breaths. But last night I found out I can do deep breaths. So I'm excited about this thing you can send me. Yes, I will. Um, so you guys talk. I'll take a look and see if I can't find it. And we'll do it for the break. Oh, okay. you wanna, whoever, whoever wants to talk, I'm going to go mute for a second. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, I'll I'll do my usual thing. <laughs> he always accuses me of talking too much, and I'm a flipping introvert. I tell you, I'm a recluse. But anyway, when I get started on something, there was something I wanted to bring up because um, it was a topic that I had planned to include in the show, but I ran out of time, and it. The reason I wanted to share this is because I know we have listeners in the UK and I was talking to my brother yesterday and I was telling him about, well, I was asking him, have you heard about the 15-minute cities proposal? No, 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 what's that? So it was really to give people a heads up on on what the WEF puppets are trying to do in the UK in the name of, you know, the climate scam, which is to introduce these 15-minute zones 
where the pretexts that they want to create these, you know, self-sufficient areas where you supposedly have everything you need. You're supposed to work there, shop there, you know, do everything there. And you can leave the zones on foot or on a bike, but if you leave it in a car, there's a there's a a camera that picks up your license plate so it knows that you've left these 15 minute zone and it's like so people are really protesting about this because it's like a climate lockdown in effect you can leave the zone in a car a hundred times in a year if you have the permits but if you leave it more than that you get fined every time you leave the zone i mean it's horrendously draconian i mean the i'm I'm just it blows the mind about the state that the uk is in the whole thing is you know has become a wef playground but um there's there was a report on something called radical media by majid noahs on substack again and there's an activist in South End, which is um, right down on the south coast, South End on Sea, Essex. And basically, she organised a major protest about this. And because of that, the council has now said that they're going to drop this. They're not going to go ahead with it. But there are other councils um around the country that are all signing up to this. Oxford was the first, I think. There's Canterbury and there's a whole list of others. Um, Believe me, people in the UK, you do not want this. This is just, you know, it's it's another thing like the COVID lockdowns limiting you know where you can go and what you can do. And, you know, so many people in the UK commute you know, way beyond 15 minutes of their home to go to work. I mean, I used to commute an hour and a half each way when I was in my corporate job in the UK. I used to commute from the Leicester area down to Milton Keynes in Buckinghamshire. You know, this whole thing is just all about control. And the only way that we're going to stop this from happening is like we did with COVID is refuse to comply and actually say no to these dictatorial people. And it's all done under the guise of, oh, well, it's all because, you know, we're trying to reduce congestion and, you know, we're trying to do this and it's all for your own good and blah, blah, blah. And it's all bullshit. So I just thought I'd throw that one in and I can certainly share this article in chat. Um, so I want to understand, uh, okay, there is a, the, the meaning of when you say 15 minute cities, you're referring to how long it takes to get, get in and get out from these cities to to what, commercial areas or business areas? In the, They're kind of dividing up these different areas into what they call 15-minute zones. I mean, it's a really, I have this question, well, how do you define that? Because if somebody's on the edge of the zone 
they're not within 15 minutes of leaving within like two minutes of leaving you know but they're just you know separating the different areas around a particular city into these zones and what is the purpose of 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 establishing this saving gas saving time saving what is it that there's it's what, what is being achieved by doing this? They are they are claiming it will reduce congestion, traffic congestion in the cities. They're saying, oh, well, you can leave as long as you use the ring road around and not go through the city centre. Um, but basically, it's it's completely limiting people's ability ability to travel without paying a fine for the privilege. You know, it, it's it's so, linked to the climate change scam so as well. So have they done away with the uh, with the? Because I remember seeing a documentary where they they had these uh, tall roads made for the city, so you can drive anywhere, but as long as you drive into a particular area, you pay a toll. Yeah, in fact, they've had this in London. They got for rid years, of it or what? For years. They've had it in London for years where, you know, you you get um, a charge. I don't know if it's an emissions charge or something. I can't remember now. But, I mean, this is going back years where you, you would go into an area, they would see your, um, your license plate and you'd be mm -hmm. charged for going into these inner city areas. So, and, and apparently Jeremy Clarkson, who was um he he's been on tv in the uk for years he used to do um um a, a car program i can't remember the name of it now but he was videoed talking about how ridiculous this whole thing is in in london where they're introducing all these bike lanes and the government's paying millions for like a bike lane to be introduced in an area which is only about you know painting a a bike lane sign um and they're completely disrupting all the movement of traffic it's absolutely crazy so it's, the thing is like uh, like you say many times follow the money okay somebody's making something out of this Oh, that yeah. has to be, you have to trail okay who who's who's the brain child of this and who's who's who get who stands to gain from this it's bullshit. back in it goes back to the wef again and agenda 2030 into controlling people and this whole they're doing it you know they're saying oh yes it's because of congestion but it's all to do with limiting people's movements in the name of climate change and emissions and everything else, just like they're trying to get everybody into electric vehicles. It's it's all the WEF agenda cloaked in a euphemism and, you know, um, misleading terminology. And Hope has shared a couple of things in chat about these 15-minute cities and a petition against it. So people are actually waking up to this. There's been a lot of pushback in Oxford. They're supposedly isn't doing this a trial. Isn't this, trial. isn't this happening in Paris too? Yes, I believe, yes, it, I is. believe it is. 
That's insanity. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It's, uh, you know, it's totalitarianism again. Well, you know, the after the um, State of the Union, uh, I thought you. I thought you. I didn't know you meant State of the Union, and I thought you were talking about SCOTUS. So I've screwed up the. I've got to re- rename the file for you. But oh, oh. This, this, the State of the Union, the rebuttal of it by the Republicans after they have Biden speak, they had uh, Governor Sanders from uh, Arkansas speak, and she's. Uh, Huck, uh, Huckleberry, Huckleberry, is it Huckleberry? Huckabee, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he was the governor years ago, and he actually ran for president. And you know, he's been very, very supportive of the uh, the MAGA uh, movement. And it's his daughter, and she gave a rebuttal that, well, everybody on Fox was like, "Wow, that was incredible," you know, because she just told it like it was. And she said the real problem here is, a, you know, the difference between crazy and normal. <laughs> and she kept repeating that crazy, yeah. normal, because let's call it for what it is. All of this stuff is blatantly crazy. Mm, it is. I mean, you know, so you're looking at this this humanity and. A good portion of of the country seems to be insane, but if you look at the numbers, it's not that many people that are out there saying that. The problem is, I was listening again to I listened to a whole bunch of different things this week. I don't remember who exactly was. Oh, I know it was um, it was actually uh, Mike Adams being interviewed by a woman who is from Australia. It was on the um, uh, oh, what's his name? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Maria Z, and she's from Australia. And she was, you know, talking about, oh gosh, I lost my tra- train of thought. Let me see. We were talking about the, oh yeah, she said um, that in Australia, what they're doing is that they're forcing the people in the military and in the police, the old timers, the ones with consciousness, you know, conscience. Um, to act and consciousness, <laughs> consciousness, conscience, conscience, consciousness, conscience. That's an interesting concept. But <laughs> wow, I'm going to go see thing here. Okay, so she said that they were replacing them with these younger people who are all indoctrinated. And I'll tell you, she came out with that, and I got scared. I'm going like, oh, my God, you know, because you look at this terrible thing that happened where the black guy got beat up, beat to death by the black police officers. All those police officers were in their 20s. They were young. They weren't the old timers. So even the black people are programmed with this insanity. Now, in that case, it was a little different. But again, it's the young people. So when you look at it and you look at it just like, you know, well, where are the facts leading us? This is not uh, this is more like a war between the young and the old and not the old. 
just the people over 30. You know, we used to say, don't trust the people over 30. Now I say, don't trust the people under 30. <laughs> you know? They do say that that, uh, or what I've read, is that that incident was not just a case of, you know, the cops beating somebody to death. There seemed to be another motive behind it that he, uh, Tyree, or whatever his name was, bless his heart, um, he worked at the same place as one of the cops' ex-wives. And there seemed there was a suggestion that he'd been, you know, having an affair with this person's ex-wife and it was more of a revenge attack. But it's interesting because all the news about that has dropped off the radar again, you know, because it doesn't fit the narrative of blacks on blacks. You know, if they were white cops, it would be a different matter. So oh, we'd be burning cities again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you um, know, again, um, again for, for, to, for that to be the reason that you would kill somebody is insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, there, there's an insanity out there, but it is not everybody. Now, I look a at the... A lot of people are saying that it it could be related to the, to the shots because oh, yeah, you know, we, yes. we've seen so much more aggression and it's known that it actually affects the brain. So, I mean, people are just totally different in many respects they're just behaving without any kind of self-control at all and a huge amount of aggression well i have these neighbors uh, a gay couple and they've been there for 20 years and in the last few years the younger one has gone to he's actually been baker acted which is means that he was doing something that sounded like he could be suicidal and they put him in you know, got a psychiatrist in the case. Um, and he's openly talks about his bipolarism. And so I knew, I said, look at the timing. He's going this way. You know, that's his weakness. That's what the vaccines get, you know, went after. And I, but I didn't say anything because people look at, you know, well, anyway, I didn't say anything. But today we were out there, uh, we meet in the front of the yards and he got into it again, my bipolar, and he said, I went to a psychiatrist and he gave me all these pills, but I didn't take them. And his partner says, and he thinks that he's doing a good thing by not taking them. I said, well, I'm kind of on the one on the don't take them. Um, and, and I just started to tell the truth about why what I thought was happening to him. And, you know, they, they stood there, they listened to me, and... The, Marcelo said to me, the younger one, he says to me, this all started after I had those shots. I said, yes, well, some of the shots were, were, were didn't have anything in them, but some of them did. And I said, it wasn't so much the initial shots, it was the booster shots. And then they got quiet and they looked at each other and they said, well, we got the boosters too. I said, well, that's what happened. I said, so don't look at the pharmaceutical companies to give get you out of this. And I gave them links to uh, uh, Dr. Lee Merritt, and I want to get into that too. She's got a website that I want people to be aware of because she goes into so many different 
unbelievable, oh my God, it's that simple type of thing about medicine, including cancer. But right now I want to focus on this. And so I said to them, I said, look at the problem here is that we are in a spiritual battle between good and evil. And in your farthest imagination, no matter how perverted you think your thoughts could be, you cannot get to the depth of depravity that we're seeing in these people. They are evil beyond belief. And that's the problem. You guys can't believe what we're telling you. And, you know, uh, his partner, Frank, said to me, uh, I'm listening to you. I'm hearing it, but I'm not believing it. I said, no, because it's impossible to believe by a conscious person with a conscience to understand how anybody could want to kill everybody. And that's what I said. They said, they asked me, they said, what are they, what are, what's it all about? I said, they want to kill you. They want to kill a good portion of the planet so that they can gain more control. I said, I know it sounds insane. It is insane. That's the problem. It's not only a spiritual war. It's a war against normalcy and san- insanity. But they listened. Good. And uh, I did send the, the you know, information uh, that Lee Merritt had put out. Um, as a matter of fact, let me just, I hope it's right here. You know, it's interesting because that's the big problem, isn't it? That we've been on this journey for years now and we've had the benefit of it be of having a very gradual realisation about this. You know, we're always we always seem to be given as much as we can handle at any one time. And that's both from an awakening point of view and, you know, the kind of information that you're talking about. And so we've come to realize how evil these people can be just by a gradual um, drip of, well, they've done this and they've done that and these people have done this and so on and so forth. So that's why you know, we can believe it, but the people that have been asleep up to this point, you know, it's like this is so far from what they conceive of as being possible in people, you know, because, you know, the majority of people are good people and they can't envisage others being this evil, you know, and not just in, you know, the shots to depopulate, but the depravity that we know has happened and i want to know heard what canada is doing i'm sorry what was that i'm sorry i thought you were d- um have you heard what canada is doing they're euthanizing people yeah 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 assisted deaths yeah Thousands absolutely yeah have been euthanized Yeah, there was a woman who wanted a stair lift and they said, no, you can't have one of those. How about, you know, we help you commit suicide? I mean, it's terrible. But also, you know, we know about what's happening in the dumbs. We know about the extent of pedophilia. And, you know, I was talking to my friend here whose property I stay on and he's pretty damn awake and I've shared a lot of things. And he said to me the other night, he said, you're just so obsessed with pedophilia why are you so obsessed with pedophilia? And I said, I'm not obsessed with pedophilia. I was actually talking about the transgenderism, which is horrific abuse as well. But if people 
you know, if they were open to accepting the fact that this stuff is so widespread and so horrific, they wouldn't be accusing people in the know of being obsessed with it. The reason that we focus on it is because we want to stop it, for goodness sake, you know? Well, I didn't bring up the subject of uh, adrenal chloroform to, to them. You know, I didn't bring up the uh, the killing of children. I didn't bring up all of this tremendous, unbelievable, beyond belief concepts. Why? Well, it took me 60 years to get to this point. Exactly. You know, I saw it dribble by dribble and I had time to say, oh, bullshit. And then, you know, years later go, son of a bitch, that's true. Mm. And I tell you how many times that my own research told me things. And I mean, like one of the one of the ones was um, watching a, a, a tea tea uh, tea party woman talking about how the republic wasn't a republic; it was a it was a corporation, and she was crying. And I'm I started crying because she was like this can't be I'm going to myself this can't be true this can't be true so as soon as I stopped watching the video I started researching, and I went oh my God this is true so I write a whole blog about it, and then years later I'm talking about the information and I'm going like I don't believe this again I went back researched deeper. And went right to the documents themselves that the 42nd Congress put out there. Because, you know, it, it was like, what do you mean it's a corporation? It, it, you know, it just runs contrary to everything that we've ever been taught. And this has happened for 150 years. We've been, not had the republic. You know, it was 1871. And all of a sudden they do this. And it, it was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> this is mm. this is terrible. Um but that's that okay that's just a you know geopolitical fact and then to see the pizza gate thing you know no i i completely i can't believe this no to hear about the uh video with uh hillary clinton that was so awful five new york police officers apparently committed suicide over it that was how bad it was oh it was suicide oh, because yeah, they'd yeah. seen it, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's what we're asking people to confront. Not just that it's, it's you're not, you don't have a republic. That's, that's easy now. The rest of it is, why don't you have a republic? Uh, because there's some very demonic people that are running the show. <laughs> and yeah, they want to kill us all. It's not just it's not the just US either. I mean, it's the same in... I mean, obviously not from a republic point of view, but the same situation is in the UK as well, where, you know, you get a birth certificate and that is then the collateral as... Um, in, actual, in actuality, June, June, Jan, you have all, every country is a corporation. You can look yeah, them up on the yeah. stock exchange. Yep. Every yep. country. This is, you know, and it's so big and it's so... Per, 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 pervasive and now you're dealing with all these young people who are absolutely brain dead they they can't think i i watched uh jesse waters he has this guy johnny go out and talk to these people and the most basic questions they have no clue 
who fought the Civil War? Uh, France? <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. You know, I mean, they can't answer. Who's who's the uh, what, what, what's the, the one that was actually the most ridiculous was was the one where this new judge was being interviewed by the Congress. And somebody asked her what the I don't remember what it was, the Fifth Amendment or the Fifth uh, Article of the, Con- the Constitution. And she said, uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't. I remember. think it was Senator Johnson, wasn't it? Yeah, um, and then and then he went. Well, <laughs> well, how about the first? How about the first article? Uh, no, I don't recall that. Uh, how about the second article? Uh, she she said the only thing a judge has to do is to follow the Constitution, and she couldn't even tell you what was in it. It was astounding. I know. I know. And if you want to become become a, a citizen, you have to study it. Exactly. Exactly. You have to study it. <laughs> and by the way, for those that haven't heard, Ani Avedisian has taken her citizenship oath, and she is a citizen of the United States. And um, that's big. That's big for her. I mean, she she, <laughs> she was just so happy. It, it was like I had the I had sent her a reminder on the phone that at two thirty. She was taking the oath, you know, and I never saw the reminder. But at 2.30, it was like, oh, man, what is happening? I had all this really weird energy, and I laid down, and I'm going, is this mine? No, where is it coming from? And I started looking at each of my friends, and I got to Ani, and I went, oh, it's Ani. And then I looked at the clock, and it was like 10 minutes after 2.30. It was 10, uh, 2.40. And I said, that's what it is. I said, she must be putting out an enormous amount of energy. And so I wrote her, I, I summarized it and said, you know, I am just so proud that you, you, you're you an American. It feels like the ship is stabilized. And she never saw it until the next day and she wrote me back. She said, I didn't see this. I was having so, because she she was just so elated. She The energy from becoming a citizen of the United States was that powerful to her and she's lived in this country for decades so you know this is a special place america is it's yeah. the the I shine mean, the I'm shining definitely thinking about it myself seriously yeah and it's it's i mean i i can't tell you well i can tell you why but i'm not going to it's just one of those you know reincarnation things but I have always been not just proud of being in America, but on my knees grateful for being an American. I mean, to be an American by birth is right from the get-go, you know, the hand of God saying, you got a, you got a job to do. Do it here. Because this is the only place on the face of the earth that can, if we don't fight, if we don't stand, and, and people all over the world are saying this. Our hope is in America. If they can take down America, the rest of us are pigeons. You know, so it's it's a shining beacon of freedom and liberty and sovereignty. And it's just like, for God's sakes, these people should be proud to be Americans, not being hateful and trashing everything about us from our history to our law. 
and the only law that matters is the Constitution of the United States, which was divinely inspired to begin with. And that takes me to asking you, for our audience here at this in this show, to tell what's happening with the Brunson case. Because the Brunson case is the Trumpeters who put in that um, on, on uh, January 6th, they had a case put up before SCOTUS, Supreme Court of the United States, that said, basically, <laughs> everybody who voted on January 6th to, to certify the elections, even though they had been presented by 100 Congress people saying, there's something wrong, there's something wrong, there's something wrong in my, my state, and to completely ignore it because there was a revolt. Now, I, that makes me think of something, Jan. If if they hadn't have had the January 6th insurrection, which we know was planned for by the FBI, instigated by the FBI, not uh, they didn't bring in the, the troops to protect everything, to stop it. Maybe they that was there so that it could be such an overwhelming reason to just certify the friggin' election and get the hell out of here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, when they were before the uh, break in to the to the Capitol building, they had they'd had the first objector stand. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Ted Cruz. I'm not sure. The first objector stood up and he was seconded. It was Jim Johnson. Jim. Okay. Jim right. Yeah. And and so you know he was seconded and everything, and then all hell broke loose, and you know the capital was breached, and they all ran off to you know places of safety, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the thing that that got me was the fact that when they eventually came back, which was way late at night, may even have been in the early hours of the morning, there wasn't a single other objection to the certification so yeah what happened you know how come people just capitulated like that into uh certifying it and pelosi had a daughter's film crew there it's more and more obvious that sh well she actually altered the capital police plans to reduce the cover I reported on that, I think, a few weeks ago. Antifa was there. BLM was there. There were reports that Azov Battalion from Ukraine were there. There's even a photo showing this David DePap there, <laughs> the one who attacked Pelosi. I mean, it's so flipping obvious that this was a, a complete setup. I mean, I was watching it live, and I knew from the start it was a complete setup. And the brutality of the police i just could not believe in the united states of america it was just horrendous and there's a trial coming up of one of the people who um was actually brutally beaten by the capitol police in the western tunnel and she has refused. I've got a, an article on it that I can share later if you want. She refused to take a plea deal because she wanted to be able to testify as to what actually happened to her. So, um, you know, 
There's so and many. Well, we should pick, point this out too that these court of laws that these people are being tried in are all with juries from Washington, D.C. Mm, yeah. so, so this is a center of, you know, complete manipulation of the people. So, you know, the fact they're, it's also illegal. When all this gets through, these people should be set for life. You know, those people that have taken this incredible fall for what happened. It's just, uh, but anyway, back to this, back to the Brunson case. Because do you, want to, do you want the break now as we're at? Oh, you're right. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, okay, I found the one on the gamma breath. So it's only two minutes, two and a half minutes. But um, let's just do this. And I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to, because somebody might need a little bit more time than that. I'm going to just play it. If it plays over, it's into somewhere over the rainbow. So two minutes and 29 seconds, and then maybe a little bit of somewhere over the rainbow. Jody Nearing presenting Gamma Breathing. The Gamma Breath is just a sequence of breathing. It's a, it's a breath sequence that we use different patterns of breath. Um, we, fo- we focus on four main breath patterns, the in-mouth, out-mouth, the in-mouth, out-nose, the in-nose, out-nose, and the in-nose, out-mouth. And each one connects us up to a different portion of the brain. So we're literally optimizing brain and body function here. All the air before we do the breath. Take a big exhale together. In-mouth, out-mouth. Full body breaths. In-mouth, out-nose. In nose, out nose. It's okay to hear yourself breathe. Now in nose, out mouth. Good. We're going to do the cycle again. In mouth, out mouth. In mouth, out nose. In and out the nose. Now in nose, out mouth. And one more round. In mouth, out mouth. In mouth, out nose. In nose, out nose. In nose, out mouth. And we just do one more mouth, mouth breath to complete the cycle. Dreams that you dream of once 
to listen to the whole thing i love that song i love the way it's composed and it's just uh pretty amazing <laughs> i'm glad I'm you glad you played it played i love it, it. i too. love it too and there's more there's echo more echo what do you yeah mean, i was it? getting it too i was getting it i'm not getting it now actually i was getting an echo in my headset when i was speaking but i did what? hear your echo dolly and I'm hearing no I echo heard. whatsoever. No, this it is, does. It didn't seem to do it when you talked, but I heard it with Jan and Walt and me. But now I don't hear it like the other night. 
Well, weird. It stopped I, now. I did <laughs> so. put Rosie on it. I realized that I hadn't asked Rosie to do anything when I sat down with the computer. And during the song, I was like, oh, hi, Rosie. Oh, Rosie, make sure everything's going right. I didn't know anything was going wrong. <laughs> uh, hi, Walt, are you back? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Did you guys like the breathing thing? Yeah, although I had to take the opportunity to go for a pee, so I didn't hear it all. <laughs> I remember the first time you played it, and I couldn't keep up. And this time, I kept up. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. That means you can breathe now. What a novelty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll send you the clip so that you can do it. You know, it's just a way to start. And then you get, you get then you get to know what the pattern is and just, you know, continually through the day, do it. Right, right. Yeah, Thank right. You. Yeah. Have you shared it in chat? It's in chat. Yes. Okay. No. I was looking for no. it. I couldn't no. see it. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's not in chat because it's in my computer. Okay. Uh, I will. What I will do is I will put it up as uh, an addition to um, this particular show in the archives. Okay, I'll great. It, I'll just uh, that two-minute clip. I'll just have it so that people can download it. All right, that work. That sounds good. I like that idea. Yeah, that's great. So, um, okay. So we were going to do the Brunson thing. Yes. Mm, yes. Yes. Yeah. So basically, um, on the 6th of January, the court decided it didn't have... Well, go ahead, Jan. You probably remember the details as why they were rejected to begin with. It was rejected because they didn't have standing, if I recall, which basically was saying that you aren't directly affected by whatever they were saying was the problem, which to me is crazy because everybody's been affected by it, haven't they? Um, so the Brunson brothers then decided they weren't going to give up. They were going to, um, they were going to file to have it reconsidered and they were going to work on additional information in the filing before you continue, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Okay. They say that they don't have standing, meaning that you haven't, but you, how are, how, uh, you haven't been directly impacted by okay. this, this my, action. This is my question. Yeah. How am I not directly affected when? my my ability to vote has been subverted exactly but they've this is what all the cases that have been brought since the 2020 election you know there were some states that put a case up to the supreme court saying that because um literally because the um electoral votes that had been challenged weren't heard that the certification went ahead that their states were affected because 
you know, you're talking about the president of the United States, which affects the whole country. So it was crazy the way that every single um, lawsuit was turned down on the basis of, you know, lack standing. And of course, the propaganda that was out there was that, oh, you know, look at this, all the oh, attempts to claim fraud did, didn't anybody was refused. Did, didn't it was, anybody question the not standing thing? Because, uh, okay, how do they, what is their definition of not, no standing? Because it, it seems to me that it's supremely standing. Yeah, exactly. When the very nature of what you're, the ver when you when you are subverting the very mechanism that you use to elect your chosen public servants then yes it's you might as well just shoot me with a bullet because you're affecting me directly i mean you can't ask for something more direct so what is their their explanation of no standing appears to be um, some kind of belonging to uh, an, an alternate reality where black is white and white is black? <laughs> well, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the only way that you can justify, oh, blue is red and red is blue. Oh, oh okay. N what? Because well, that's the only course, way you... you know, we're, we're assuming that there is a level of honesty in the DOJ, which has, be has become more and more apparent that there it's isn't. I is mean, there any proof that there is any honesty? <laughs> <laughs> Let me count the ways. <laughs> Let me get a magnifying glass so I can see if I can find any. <laughs> I mean, look at what just happened in Arizona, you know, with all the evidence that Carrie Lake presented and even the admissions of the Board of Supervisors, um, the judge threw it out. And now, of course, she's appealing and she's pushing on with it. Bless her. But, um, you know, this this has been giving the the left and the deep state the justification to say, well, it's been proved that fraud didn't exist. No, it hasn't, because none of the evidence, the hundreds of um, affidavits sworn under oath were never examined none of the evidence of fraud was examined they threw it out before it could even be presented so um so uh, and the point the point of the brunson case is that they weren't putting forth forward a case that said there had been fraud they were putting forward a case that said that the members of Congress were failing to uphold the Constitution by not holding an investigation into suspicion of fraud. So it's a completely different basis for the case. But again, it was thrown out without standing. Um, it's well, being heard again. It's, it's they... Um, resubmitted it for reconsideration and it's being heard by the Supreme Court on the 17th of February which is but, pretty interesting that it's the 17th. But isn't their behavior proof positive that the legitimate re, uh, constitution is just null and void? Nobody cares? Uh, no, nobody pays attention to it? Somebody might as well just light up a fire with it? 
<laughs> well, it's they're certainly showing that through their actions. Yeah, that's... not just the whole the whole establishment is showing that there's all these lawsuits, you know, these laws being proposed that are completely against the so, Constitution. So these these people, the, the this structure of this organization, they're they're demonstrating that they don't exist to benefit anybody but themselves. So hmm. why bother? Why bother bringing anything to them since, since we know how they're going to act, how they're going to lean? The, this calls for a complete revamping. I mean, if there's if there was ever a cause for a, I don't know, some kind of revolution, that this would be it because you you guys are not serving the people. So, well, the this this was a um, a point that we we discussed on a on a show before the January sixth hearing. You know. Or, or conference about this because I was saying to Nancy okay so the Supreme Court is the highest court in the land what do you do if that Supreme Court fails to uphold the Constitution by allowing this case to be heard and Nancy's response was the only um, resort then is the military intervention yeah. Basically, that the Constitution is being violated across the board, and we're seeing it every well, single day. Earlier, you guys were talking about the uh, the level of depravity and evil seen in some characters. That it's it's an evil. It's it's beyond. It's it's so perplexing that it took her years to be able to grasp it because the evil is so great. So. My view then is that these people that uh, subscribe to this level of evil, they don't live in, they don't, I can't say that they live in my reality because they don't. They, they exist in some other kind of reality where everything, all their values and all their standings and everything is, is twisted. That's why nothing that we do makes any sense to them because every everything if we say something is high no they say low if, it, if we say something is white they say black it's like it's a different reality altogether that, that's why they do what they do and they think they get away with it because they don't ascribe themselves to the same l law that we <laughs> that we ascribe there i mean we we have this sense okay killing a person is bad or, well, and you know we have all the principles of you know what's right and wrong. It doesn't. It doesn't suit them. It doesn't. It doesn't fit them at all. So that's that's what the, that's why we're we're having this spiritual war because we are dealing with a, a another a different reality that's not our own. That's why Wait. it is a spiritual war. It's beyond. <laughs> it's not nothing to do with human. It's it goes beyond that. Oh, absolutely. These people are fundamentally um, cult people. Demons. Well, no, they're cult followers. They're following the dictates of a small group of people who started out with this climate catastrophe, which a scientist who has got consciousness <laughs> knows is bullshit. There are more scientists out there saying the, the climate, you're, you're bullshitting everybody. It's not what you're saying it is. It's like they, they've looked at the, the scientific data. The planet 
heats up, and then there is an increase in carbon dioxide. Right there, you've shattered their entire philosophy of carbon dioxide causing the heat up. They don't see it in the statistics. So, I mean, you listen to, to people that are were Scientologists, yeah, Scientologists, um, were climate, uh, sub, you know, crisis supporters who were brought up being told that this was the science and then they got to a point where they understood the science and then looked at it again and said that's not right and so a lot of the people that were initially you know taken in with it the younger ones the younger ones with conscience they began to see no this is not right so the 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 truth the truth is there is no climate crisis like they're talking about you know, this is just a, a cycle in the way that things work. Get over it. You know, it's not going to do me. Plus the fact that they told us we'd already be fried and we're not fried yet. But it's like everything else. It's propaganda to um, to control and to have the justification to impose different behavior on people. And of course, yeah, we, know, we, know, people, we know that we know that. People, yeah, but the people that need to know this, uh, the information is hidden from them, and they have been brainwashed to accept things that have been taught to them. There's no critical thinking. Jan, even if you tell them the truth, they they believe in the cult. Mm. They can't. They can't. It doesn't penetrate. It doesn't oh yeah, penetrate, I agree. You know, agree, you're, you're liars. They're lying now. Those scientists are liars. They're liars. They're liars. They're liars. No, the people that have been talking to you are the liars. It's the same Rob, Rob, this is the this consequence is of over a decade of cell phone. This is the people that were, were raised on cell phones. They've the, the ability to think rationally has been surgically removed from their minds, from their brains. This is the people that live on the They don't act or say or whatever they do unless they they see it on the phone let's see what the google has to say about it let's see what the internet has to say about it so well, a decade de decades ago they did this um little uh, research project and the, a bunch of i think they were high school i don't think they're college but they a bunch of school kids were given calculators but were told to take a test and the calculators had built-in errors. And so they'd look at their own notations as to what the answer was, and then they'd check it with the, with the calculator, and the calculator gave them a different answer. They trusted the calculator more than their own abilities. It, it's, it's a fundamental problem with humanity. And the other thing is, if you don't understand the principle of the mathematics then you have no way of judging whether the answer you're seeing is feasible or not. You know, you can look at well, it and say, well, hang on, that doesn't, that make, doesn't sense. make sense. That does not does compute. compute. And there isn't any of that uh, kind of um, qualifi qual correlation, you know, that testing of the results i mean how many kids can now do mental arithmetic for goodness sake 
how many know their times tables we used to sit there in class and it was one three is three two threes are six three threes are nine four threes are twelve how many kids know that now how many kids could recite that now how many people can write in you know not cursive cursive, thank you yeah how many people can write in cursive Mm. These kids aren't even yes. being taught to write in That's cursive. old people. Old people. I'm telling you, it's a war between old people and young people. We think these people are crazy. Period. You know, and it, I mean, I was I was a person who fought against the Vietnam War, and, and well, you know, I mean, I've been a, a conspiracy buff from, from the age of 2015, when I was 15. I've been the person on the other side where the older people told, said we're crazy, right? And now I'm an older person, and they still think I'm crazy. <laughs> but I think that the young people now are crazy. <laughs> I think because, I think they're, because so they're so suggestible. suggestible. I mean, look at this this pandemic of transgenderism. I mean, there's a young girl, Chloe, her name is. She's on Twitter and everything. And she transitioned and you know had top surgery and all the rest of it and realized what a mistake it was and she's actually come out and said you know what a dreadful mistake it was and I was given you know such bad information and all the rest of it and um, just this week I saw a report from somebody who actually is supposedly non-binary, who worked in one of the university hospitals, um, kind of transgender clinics. And she's come out and said, oh, my God, I've now realized how awful this is and, and what it does to these kids. And we're talking about minors where there's no there's no real counseling that goes on. It's just we have to affirm your transgenderism and we'll give you all these horrific toxic um, hormones that will make you infertile and will really mutilate your body. And then, of course, you know, let's face it, teens go through all sorts of different stages and phases of questioning themselves and everything else it's a normal part of development and these these people that are in the medical profession and the gender affirmation and even the child psychologists are jumping on this and saying oh yes well you know we've got to affirm that you are transgender and do all this and all that and then when the the children when the minors mature mentally they think oh my god what have i done and there was one that said i really miss my breasts because she'd had this top surgery to remove her breasts and apparently you know transition back she's now pregnant but she where, can never breastfeed a child where where were her parents when all of this was happening well the parents in some cases, the parents have been brainwashed as well, and they are coerced wow. by these doctors to say, do you want a transgender child or do you want one that's committed suicide? I mean, talk about emotional manipulation. They're saying, if you don't affirm your child's you know, transgenderism, then she's just going to or he is going to commit suicide. 
And of well, course, that, scans. That's, the way, that's the way it was. Now they don't. They tell the child, "Don't tell your parents." Yeah, was, they do. Another, another Tucker Tucker Carlson is really on this, and he had a woman on whose daughter went to the counselor, high school counselor type of thing, and the counselor said, "Oh, you you need to trans, you know, transgender," and so they put uh, some kind of a diaper or something around her breast so that the breasts were being crushed and then she they started calling her by a male name and everything and the mother finds out about it and she you know starts to make some noise about it and the, the school supported this counselor and told her to shut up so she took her kid out of the out of the school, but now there's legal action being done because so many parents were told that kids were told not to tell the parent. But you've and also got cases where you've got um, you know um, legal cases where one of the parents is pro the transition and the other parent is absolutely against it. And, you know, it happened with a case in Texas. There's been another one recently where the flipping judge is always uh, ruling on the side of the transgender. It's, well, there's a place in hell for him, and we'll be glad to send him there very quickly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't even make any damn sense. You know, that's why I say that this is a war, a spiritual war against good and evil. Because none of this makes any sense, none of it whatsoever, unless you look at it as a spiritual war against God. You know, take away, take away the perfection of God's making men and women and completely take the God thing out of it. Well, we can do anything we want. We can reverse what God has done. That whole anti... Yeah, yeah because what, you, what you're doing is you're saying is that, oh, okay, whatever sign you were given at birth... It's a mistake. What? Everyone being born is is uh, deformed? I mean, we're not talking about someone being born with uh, uh, Down syndrome, which is actually a genetic issue, you know, at, at the genetic level. You're not, we're not talking about someone who's born with uh, three legs or without arms. Those are actually uh, issues to be dealt with. I mean, you know, the science keeps studying them, but these are cases where the person is not normal. There's any, there is anything but normal. So now you're saying that the whatever gender you were given at birth, that happens to be not normal. It has to be adjusted. It sounds very suspicious. Well, it's very much part of the satanic agenda because we talk about Moloch being a hermaphrodite kind of, you know, and the... <clears throat> Oh, I've lost my train of thought now. But yes, it, it, it again is pushing this satanic agenda. And it's also, if you think about it, part of the depopulation agenda because these transgender, you know, these um, gender affirmation treatments yeah, in terms of... Yeah, absolutely. They're all sterile. And alongside that, we've got reports about, you know, sperm counts dropping to ridiculous proportions because they've been flooding not only with the the shots, but they've been flooding the environment and the food chain with estrogen producing hormones. 
or products, you know, like soy and everything else, they are feminizing, which is about quite ironic. They're feminizing men. They're calling masculinity toxic. They are also, you know, going against or destroying the the whole beingness of women with all these people cross-dressing as women claiming that well you know we can have periods and we can do this and we can do that and it's just insanity there's no other word for it it's just it's like a um a pandemic of delusion yeah uh, uh, Jasmine, one of our listeners uh, who's been with us in the shows, was was sharing with me on the on the radio chat that there's. I thought that this was thing was only only grown ups were doing it. Now it turns that kids are doing it now. The furry movement, kids that live their life identifying with animals. Yeah, I don't know how they go through <laughs> life because you know how do they communicate? How do they go through a regular day at all? If you are pretending that you're not human, you're not an animal, that's just beyond stupid. Well, there were stories about these kids that were identifying as cats and the teachers would put a litter tray in the classroom for them. I mean, come on. It's just... Um... And this is supposed to be normal? This is, I mean, <laughs> where's the padded wagon? You exactly. Know, this should be people. We, we should be carted off and be put in on under observation. You're accepting this as normal. The school but, is not a place for them. There, yeah, there's a place for them, a, a psychiatric ward, someplace, but not school. And the thing is, I don't know why or how the schools have been so infiltrated by transgender teachers who are introducing this concept of, well, you can choose what sex you are. And you see all these teachers on TikTok being proud about how they're pushing, you know, gender fluidity and all the rest of it on their kids and everything. I mean, how the hell did that happen? It's just... Is there a countdown clock to the complete annihilation? Is Remember in <laughs> Times Square, there used to be a... a, a, a a clock with the national debt and you would see the numbers go up every second as the national debt kept increasing. Is, is there a clock like that somewhere where they're counting down the days to where there's no more people left? Because that's, that seems to be the plan. Well, yeah, I think it's ironic that the only people that are going to be left are the ones that are the critical thinkers. I mean, somebody <laughs> said that before. You know, how is it that the, you know, the deep state, the WEF, the Agenda 2030 is exterminating all the people that can't think critically and just follow orders? And the ones that are going to be left are the ones that say, F you, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Yeah, we won't Part have Part of the reason oh. it happened. Go ahead, is, Dolly. Is because, remember when we were on the verge of becoming adults? And they would say, oh, oh well, you can't say anything about that person because uh, it, it will hurt their feelings. So we're just going to 
to pretend we're accepting them into our little cliques. And we're going to push them forward as we go forward. And so they can become anything they want to be. And we won't say anything bad when they start to act out. We have to be the, the polite ones. We have to be the ones that accept this crap that is going on around us. And it just grew and grew and grew. And here we are today. I think we got what we deserved. Speak for yourself. I've been fighting yeah. every, every inch of the way. Every I used to think like that, but think not that anymore. A lot of us got what we deserve by by buying into, oh, keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything bad about them. Never. You'll hurt their feet. No, because I my attitude has always been, if I'm not intending to hurt them, I'm try, trying to give them a head up. Somebody's got a booger in their nose, I say, you got a booger in your nose. <laughs> you know, it's just a statement of fact. Oh, the, barn, the barn door is open. <laughs> yeah, Dolly, Dolly grew up in a different reality because I, I'm we growing up in the in the Argentine reality. You you. It, it, this thing, don't say anything because you don't want to hurt their feelings. No, Argentina was the the opposite. You are supposed to say things that will hurt their feelings, and the more their feelings get hurt, the more successful you are. That's the way. That was the way it worked. It's a bizarre world. Well, we do know <laughs> that I did go grow up in a different reality <laughs> because Nancy and Christia came to rescue me. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, okay, I I want to kind of like bring up a different subject because this to me is very critical. I heard Dr. Lee Merritt, which I've been following her uh, for a while. Her website is the Medical Rebel, themedicalrebel.com. She has a series of articles uh, on different subjects and I just want to read these subjects to you because when I've been doing all these different shows there was no one place that I felt comfortable sending people to that talked about these subjects but I trust her explicitly and we're going to play um, and I will get that I'll, I'll, I'll drop that into the chat too because why wait I, I've uh, just done that I've just put the link in you did? For yeah. Lee? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm quick uh, smart, you know. <laughs> okay. How did you know about the link? Because she just told me. So I looked oh. it up. Oh, oh, <laughs> it oh, oh okay. 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 <laughs> but, but, all right. I'm going to put, I'm going to put another link in because it's kind of hard to find this page if you don't realize what you're looking for. And this is a page that has the list of different articles that everybody can look at and you know let me just read it to you oh crap i just <laughs> changed the the browser okay the first thing is what to do for vaccine remorse second chlorine dioxide ms mms how to make and use now chlorine dioxide is one of those protocols that 
Mark Joseph talks about all the time. It's talked about on a lot of these alternative doctors as being just amazing. So I don't know anything about it, but boy, I bet you you do after you read that. Yeah, Total- I heard about it ages ago about it uh, being invented. It can cure all sorts of things. That was what Trump mentioned that they then accused him of saying you've got to drink bleach. Well, he said hydrochloroquine. No, he said chlorine dioxide. I don't think so. Mm, I think he did. Okay, we'll check it. It doesn't really matter. But you know, you know, if, if you just accept that I know everything, we wouldn't have these, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great one! I'm just bowing I down saw, before you. <laughs> I, I saw, I saw, I saw a T-shirt that, that that said that we we save a lot of time if you just accepted that I know more than you do, you know. And I, I've always thought, yes, that's a T-shirt <laughs> well, I should well. wear. I have to say, say, my my husband husband gave me this badge or pin, as you call it, that said, does it bother you that I'm always right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yep. Okay. So um, I think I said protocols for early treatment of COVID. That's the third thing. Then she says, you need to do this now. And I've heard her go through what that list is. It's simple. And, you know, I... Again, I recommend that you at least open these up. I haven't opened them up. I just did this. Uh, listen to the show and put it together for Radio 5G, where Mark and I will actually open these things up and talk about them. But there's also long-haul COVID therapies, where to get help and medications. She writes on shedding. And she also is putting things in here that is like religious exemption, how to, how to get one. The nine supplements everyone should take. Supplements and other strategies for mitigating viral disease. Uh, Okay. Parasites. Now, this is so so amazing to me because for a lot of reasons. But what she's saying in the video, in the audio that I gave you the link. I will get to the link to, to you. She's talking about parasites being the cause of cancer. And this is a woman, she's got all the certificates you need, but she's also just somebody that is does her own research. I can't remember what she was talking about. It was, Oh, I know. I know what it was. It was the uh, connection... It, She's come to the conclusion, I've watched her for a couple of years now, she has come to the conclusion, thank God, that what we're dealing with is, in in a great part, the electromagnetic uh, control network. And by control, I mean not just controlling your mind, but controlling your physical body. What, What changes an electromagnetic can do. And she went through... A discussion of where did flu come from it wasn't you never saw a flu except once in a blue moon every so many decades you'd see a flu outbreak and it would happen all over the world and that was when they still had ships they didn't have planes and trains and automobiles so why would this happen and I had heard this but I didn't see enough in it to really focus on it talk about it is that there is a correlation in early history of 
these outbreaks, but when they went back and looked at the cycle of the changes in the sun, they found out that there was a definite correlation between a lot of sunspots and the breakouts of this particular, you know, these different flus that were all of a sudden showing up. It wasn't like every winter everybody got the flu. No, it happened every few decades. But then you get to a point where um, you have the Spanish flu, and that was just at the beginning of World War One. And it was not an outbreak in Spain. They called it the Spanish flu because members of the United States military were transferred to Spain in preparation for World War I, you know, to, to fight in the war, that war. And they had come from a group of people who had come down with the first evidence or the first instances of Spanish flu. But oddly enough, all of these people, these soldiers, were telegraph operators. They were learning how to use the telegraph. So they were becoming electromagnetically poisoned by the EMF, getting flu-like symptoms that were then treated with uh, aspirin. They gave them a tremendous amount of a toxic level of aspirin that caused them to start bleeding out. I mean, she, she, she took a story that I knew I had talked about it, many people had talked about it, and took it much deeper into what was behind it. Yes, there were, I knew that there was bleeding out. I didn't know about the aspirin. I'd never heard it before. But she looked at it deep enough to find out these type of things. So what I'm trying to tell you is that if she now tells me it's parasites that cause cancer, I'm going to take a real look at it. And I'm going to follow whatever she says. Okay, not because I, I, because she knows she's done the research. And I will trust her and use myself as a, a, you know, a guinea pig for the, if that's what I, you know, if I had cancer, but I don't think I have parasites. I'm, Why? I'm, I'm sorry to stop you, but you just confused me because you, you said the, the telegraph, the EMF from the telegraph, but how could the, te the telegraph produce EMF when it was DC? It was direct current. It wasn't a, a alternate current. So how could it produce EMF? You you got you got people in a high electric magnetic field. I don't care what it is, oh. how it's set up. You're still attacking their energy bodies with a not normal field. Okay. All right. And it's not only over the equipment that you're dealing with in the, the little shack. It's going over the wires. Can I um, just add something? Uh -huh. There are quite a number of doctors that are saying the same thing about um, about parasites being the cause of cancer. And we need to look beyond what we consider to be parasites because it, it's not necessarily, we tend to think of parasites, oh, I've got worms, you know, and it's got a certain um, <laughs> bad bad. Um, image about it but there are parasites that are not worms that are you know um similar to what they say they're seeing in the covid shots and what they're saying is that people who take fembendazole and ivermectin 
are finding that the cancers are being cured and they were originally um, developed as antiparasitic. Well, all a parasite means is that it's some kind of a thing that's eating off a host. Yeah. That's all it means. It's not a worm eating off a host. But it's I think people tend to associate it with, I oh, I've got worms, I, you know? No, I agree. It's, it's, it's virtually microscopic crap. And, the, okay, my, my point here is that, yes, I would follow, I would absolutely follow what Dr. Merritt says. But I don't need to follow what she says because Walt can put up a scalar wave that will get rid of parasites. Am I wrong or right, Walt? Oh, there's tons of frequencies for parasites to get rid That's, of them. See, this is the thing, is that if you've got a technology that can understand that it's all energy and that the parasites are an energy body that give, get put in an energy field that is opposite of what they are, they will just self-destruct. Yeah. Like I, okay. I've treated uh, all my cats because I, just by using their, their nail, nail clippings, I put, the, put them in the machine and that, that way they get hit by the frequencies and you can use that to clean, clean them from whatever, whatever is in the bodies. Now, I'm sure that there's specific parasites for specific cancers. They'll attack a certain thing, I would think. That's the way that these things normally work. So how many different versions does the uh, Spooky 2 have for parasites? Just give me a, you know, a guesstimate. I don't know. I have, I have to open the library. I can't give you a guesstimate because the, the list is so long. Okay, it's thousands probably. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, so that that's the key is finding out what the what the frequency is but the people that are behind the spooky too and other rife concepts okay if if you actually think in terms of energy there's universal energy there are energy fields that are so powerful that it doesn't matter what the what the parasite is if it's not good for you it's going to go away and the, I say this with absolute conviction because Lee Merritt mentioned it. Okay, she said another thing, and one of the one of her list of things you have to be careful of is the EMF. And she also at that moment brought in the concept of this magic potion that she takes called carbon C60. <laughs> which is C60 molecule in Shungite. But she Amazing. said, you know, <laughs> she says, but you know, um, there is this stuff called Shungite, but she doesn't understand. The, the, okay, she's getting a manufacturer and he's doing it all right and it's this pure C60 and yes, she's making money off of it. But in Lee's uh, defense, she has spent all of her money on these doing what she does she calls any donation, anybody buys anything from her, you know, towards the war effort. So, you know, buy from her, feel comfortable doing it. She's she's an amazing human being. But the back to, to the end, the Shungite, she does not understand Shungite. If I could get her to sit down with me for a limited time just to be able to explain the concept, I think she would get it. 
Because, yes, you can go and you can get the C60 and it's going to be very, very expensive. You can do the same thing by engaging shungite. And I, I recommend silver-saturated shungite. You know, we're playing with some very hard frequencies. Go, go silver-saturated. Why? Because the silver in the shungite causes the C60 to keep the door open to the quantum field. I don't understand the mechanism. Maybe someday I will. But it, with this, with the silver, the door is open to the quantum field. So the the burst of energy from quantum energy coming in and fueling the C60 spin that spins all the energy associated with shungite, you don't have to have a ton of C60. All you need is shungite because of the quantum. C- uh, quantum entanglement concept. It all makes so much scientific sense when you just look at it. So again, I'm pushing you people. If you do not have shungite, you are doing yourself a disservice. You and your family. There are so many ways of engaging shungite into your reality that will change your reality in ways that you can't even imagine. All for the good. Shungite is a a cosmic gift that was given to this planet to level the playing field. Boys and girls, there's no way in hell we can beat the opposition the way that they're octopus of control, especially in the minds of children and young adults and the people that make money from them and the ones that just like evil. There's a whole bunch of those people in places that are so critical to our infrastructure. Are they going to beat us? No. But they're not, they're not going to even have a chance in hell if we can just continue to build our planet worldwide with the mission that was given to me by Gaia. Get Shungite to the masses. The more you people buy, the more you give of Shungite, the more the difference is going to be. Because you're changing the actual energy field of the planet by building the Shungite grid. And these parasites, yeah, I wear Shungite. I don't have parasites. If it's not good for me, it's not in my body. It's the nature of shungite. So I'm going to go to finish this list here. We only got six minutes. Um, Dealing with work mandates. Hydrochloroquine, it really works. They lied. Calculating the dose of ivermectin for animal use. Dandelion root. So I, I think I've already put this in the chat. But please, just take the time to go to that website and take a look at what she's talking about. And I'm going to find the link here and put that in uh, the chat with uh, the video. So the thing that's missing from her list is go visit your doctor. (laughs) He gives you doctors. I have one thing that... Go ahead. One thing I'd like to say before we go. Can I say it? Are you done? Yes, go. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if everybody out there realizes, but the uh, Super Bowl halftime is going to be a satanic ritual. I just want to warn you all so you're not in complete shock when it comes on and so that you understand what's going on there. It's going to be a satanic ritual. I just want to warn you. Love y'all. I think it always is, actually. So yeah, I was going to say, no surprise there. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean that Grammy uh, thing with the you oh, know the oh, oh that oh. was just that's so awful. It's like <sighs> no, but they're showing their skin. You know the, the only reason they were allowed to do the things they did for so many decades, well centuries, is because it was all secret. And now it's all coming out. It's all falling apart around them. So, yeah, they got so much pushback for that uh, Grammy thing. You know, all over social media about how, and also about Madonna. I mean, she looks absolutely awful and demonic. And then she had to push back and say, oh, you're being misogynistic and ageist. <laughs> and it's like, really? <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember what this woman's name is. It's something from TikTok. And she's been on uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, and she was on there the, last night, I guess it was. And she, she, it was such an example of what's happening. I don't know TikTok, but apparently all she does is publish other people's stuff. She doesn't say anything about it. She doesn't even comment on it. She just I think it's um, Dems of TikTok. It's the no. woman that posts what's all the... Yeah, Dem, Dems of no. TikTok. No, I don't think that's her name. No, that's not her name, but she was doxxed by people. Um, I've forgotten her name, but she does. She's got this Twitter, uh, Twitter account that puts out the TikTok posts by these crazy Dems all the time. Well, they went well, after her, basically. Well, AOC went off on her personally, was attacking her and stuff. And she, so she's on Tucker Carlson and he says to her, well, exactly what, what what did you say? She said, I published a report, an advertising YouTube selling product for a particular, she named the hospital, and they were talking about, you know, uh, hysterectomies for children. And I just published it. I didn't say anything about it. It was their document, the hospital's own document. And AOC went off the, you know. But we're at the end of the show here, and it's just one of those, I mean, these people are crazy. <laughs> say goodnight, everybody. Hello? Dolly, good say goodnight, good everybody. Well, all right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> so glad to have you here. Good night, yeah. everybody. And not everybody knew about the halftime because a lot of them are just starting to wake up. That's why I shared it. That's true. Good Thank night. you, Dolly. <laughs> No, I'm glad you. No, I'm glad you said something because you're probably absolutely correct. I never watch them. I just I don't. So um, let me know what happens. <laughs> anyway, everybody, thank you for being here and uh, be blessed. Don't get down about stuff. I mean, yes, it's 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 not the funnest time, but don't get down about about stuff. And look at what Lee Merritt's saying to you. Because it, right now there's a lot of people like my friends across the street who are starting to open up. And those are the, the things that they need to know. Um, it's not boo, it's science. And uh, I already sent them the uh, link to that. So be safe, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time. Say what? Say What Radio Show With no agenda It's always a surprise But if we're not having fun 
we're doing something wrong.